0: I don't dread the terror by night. The angels are all around me. The angels of the Lord encamp round about them that fear him. Thank you dear Lord for your goodness. Thank you for your grace. One more time you blessed us to come into your house and to praise you together. We magnify you, dear Lord. Thank you that we dwell under your shadow. Thank you for taking care of us. Showing us so much love. In the name of Jesus we pray, thank God. Amen and amen. God bless you, you may be seated in the house of the Lord. How we praise God for His goodness and grace, for His mercy extended to us for another day of living. I'm getting to that age now where I'm noticing the departure of more and more of my friends, people around my age, and a little younger and some a little older. Every week or so I hear that somebody has gone to be with the Lord. So that makes life all the more precious, all the more valuable. Have you thought about what God has done for you lately? Have you thanked him for his goodness? Have you praised him for his grace? It's good to be together and we love you. And we appreciate you being here on this day. Praise God for my beloved wife, Lady Mabel. Thank God for the years we've enjoyed spending together. I'm going to have you to stand again. I'm going to read from the word of the Lord. then we will share those things that are on our hearts. Turn with me, please, first to Psalm 46 and 1. Psalm 46 and 1. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. And then Psalm 38 and 21. Do not forsake me, O Lord. O my God, be not far from me. Make haste to help me, O Lord, my salvation. And finally, we're going to read from Psalm 34 and 4. I sought the Lord and he heard me, and delivered me from all my fears. They looked to him, and were radiant, and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried out, and the Lord heard him, and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fear him and delivers them. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. Oh, fear the Lord, you his saints. There is no want to those who fear him. The young lions lack and suffer hunger But those who seek the Lord shall not lack anything. God, our helper. God, our helper. Would you say that after me, please? God, God. our helper. You may be seated. One of the most prominent factors about humanity is the diversity and the variety of things on which men depend. I'll say that again. One of the most prominent factors about humanity is the diversity and the variety of things on which men depend. It's not so much that their ultimate aims, desires, and goals are so different, but more so that they differ regarding what can bring about the attainment of their aims, their goals, and their desires. For most men and women, God is a last resort. When nothing else can help, When disaster is one second away, infidel, criminal, and saint alike will cry, God, help me. They've been cursing all week long, haven't thought about God, but when that car was rushing down on the wrong side of the street in their direction, God, help me. In this troubled day, it's very, very important that we affirm our belief that God is our helper. Would you just say that to your neighbor? God God. is our helper. There should be no question as to whether this is a troubled day. This is a troubled day. There is no area of life which is not full of trouble. Family life is full of trouble. And if trouble is not in your home, it's in your neighbor's home. The lives of our young people are full of trouble. They're faced by an amazing variety of complex problems. And for every wrong decision they make, they reap a whirlwind of trouble. The society of which we are a part faces a troubled existence. It's afflicted by a variety of ailments, and any one of those ailments could be fatal. Political life is full of trouble. Conditions are already bad, but they're getting worse. We don't know what to expect next. One would think that there must be something better than for men to go around killing one another. In the midst of all of this trouble, men are turning in many directions to find help. And in our text, we hear the voice of one who turned in the right direction and said, Help, Lord. And the later psalm picks up the theme and says, This poor man cried. And the Lord heard him and saved him out of all of his trouble. There are so many who have a too narrow a concept of God. They see God only as a lawgiver who has given man many laws by which men are to live. They see him as a cruel judge who condemns men and punishes them for their sins. And some also see God as a distant spectator who never involves himself in the affairs of the world, who never extends aid to those who are in trouble, who never restrains those who are set on doing innocent people harm. Over and against all these narrow conceptions of God and his nature, we affirm that God is our helper. I said, God is our helper. Let's consider his qualifications to be our helper. The first qualification is that God is the sovereign creator of the universe. He has made us and he has made everything that exists within and beyond this world of ours. The universe is not the result of some cosmic accident in the far distant past. It did not just happen to come into existence. The universe was conceived in the mind of God and it became a reality when God spoke the words, let there be. In his word, we find God's testimony regarding himself. This is what God says about himself in Isaiah 44, and 24 says i am the lord that maketh all things that stretcheth forth the heavens alone that spreadeth abroad the earth by myself in Isaiah 48 and 13 he said i form the light i create darkness i make peace and i create destruction mine hand also has laid the foundation of the earth and my right hand has spanned the heavens. The book of John says in reference to God the Son, in John 1:3, all things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. Everything has its origin in God. God brought all things into existence. And so since God created all things, that qualifies him to be our helper. But he's also qualified to be our helper because he's the ruler and administrator of the universe. I said God is the ruler and the administrator of the universe. All things are beyond his control. At times it may not seem that this is true, but this is because we don't understand the mystery of God's providence. But David said in Chronicles 29 and 11, Thine, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty for all that is in heaven and in the earth is Thine. Thine is the kingdom, O Lord, and you are exalted as head above all, both riches and honor. Come from thee, and thou reignest over all. And in thine hand is power and might, and in thine hand it is to make great and to give strength unto all. In Psalm 89, it says, Thou ruleth the raging of the sea, and the waves thereof arise, and thou stillest them. Thou hast a mighty arm, and strong is your hand, high is your right hand. O oh God, is there anything too hard for thee this is a rhetorical question the writer asking but he's really saying there is nothing too hard for god when you tell two people there's nothing too hard for god so god is in charge god is ruling over the universe but thirdly god is qualified to be our helper because he knows all things. Tell your neighbor, God knows everything. Psalm 147, verse 4 says, he telleth the number of the stars. He calls them all by their names. Great is our Lord and is of great power. His understanding is infinite. The most perfect knowledge of all the sciences is possessed by God. His knowledge and his wisdom is as high above that of men as the heavens are above the earth. He knows all about you. He knows all about me. He knows my strengths. He knows my weaknesses. He knows my thoughts. He knows my problems. He knows about my trouble. He knows who's for me and he knows who's against me. He knows who's smiling in my face, stabbing me in the back. He sees every pitfall that men put in my way and every trap that they put in my pathway. God knows the end of every road and the result of every decision. He knows what's best. He knows what's worst. He knows the destiny of nations. He knows the future of great powers. And God knows tomorrow just like you and I know today. God's knowledge is so complete that God cannot Make the mistake. There's no limit. There's no error in the wisdom of God. So God is qualified to be our helper because he knows everything. But he also qualifies to be our helper because God is everywhere. Come on, let your neighbor know God is everywhere. God said in Jeremiah 23, 24, do not I feel heaven and earth. No place is beyond God's reach. No place is beyond his influence. Psalm thirty-nine, 139 and 7 says, Whither shall I go from thy spirit? Or whither shall I flee from thy presence? If I go to heaven, you're there. If I make my bed in hell, you're there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the utmost part of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me. So God's knowledge of the future is qualifying him to be our helper. But not only does his knowledge qualify to be him a helper, he's qualified to be our helper because he has a history of being a helper. Does anybody know God has a history of being a helper. Down through the ages, we hear the testimonies of those whom God has helped. God helped Abraham, for when he was old and had no heir, God helped him, so at the age of 100, his wife was 90. God, by miracle, caused a son to be born unto them. And then God helped Isaac, his son, when his enemies were more numerous and were stronger, but God placed so much fear in their hearts that they did not attack him and they did not do him any harm. God helped Joseph that he with God's help rose from the dungeon to the vice presidency of Egypt. God helped the children of Israel when they were in bondage and he forced the Egyptians to let them go. He pushed back the Red Sea so that they could complete their escape. God helped them, God helped Joshua and brought down the walls of Jericho. God helped David when he stood before the lion and the bear and enabled him to emerge victorious over the giant Goliath. He said to that giant, you come with a sword and a shield, but I come in the name of the Lord and by God's power he overcame. God helped Daniel to be strong and wise even though he refused to eat the king's meat and to drink the king's wine. And God helped him when he was there in the lion's den to escape without injury. God helped Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego so that the flames of the fire in the furnace could not burn them. God helped us when we were corrupt and depraved by sin. He gave his only begotten son that he might die and rise again from the dead. God helped us sent forth his son that we might be redeemed God loved us God gave his son for us that we may have life and finally I just want to call the record of Charles E. Blake and say God helped me when I didn't deserve it when I could not help myself God reached down gave his son whose blood atoned for my sins God reached way down Pick me up. Change my life. Transform me. God saved me. Come on, help me. Praise God. <laughs> Somebody in the room can say, well, preacher, you just dial my number because if God help you, I just want everybody to know the Lord helped me when I could not help myself. Is anybody in here who will testify that the Lord helped you? Come on, tell three neighbors, God, help me. Mm. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. You knew no, you were up against the wall and you didn't know which way to turn, but when you cried out, God, help me, God stepped in, changed your life by his wonderful power. In our text for today, we hear the story of a man whose name is not mentioned. And it's fitting that his name is not mentioned because this story might be told by many men. Many in the room today have that same testimony. This man found himself in trouble. We don't know the nature of the cause of the trouble. It may be that illness had befallen him so that he can no longer support his family. Even in the night, pain may have been so intense that it robbed him of his sleep. The trouble may have been in his family, or even in his marriage. Or maybe his children were bringing him to the depth of sorrow. It's very difficult to smile when your children are walking into the trap of the devil. The trouble may have been in his heart. It may have been in his mind. He may have found himself blocked in on all sides. There were no exits from the trouble that he faced. His heart was troubled. His mind was confused. The pressure of life was too great. He was always on edge, always nervous. There may have been no rest for him no way out of his trouble. No, no, we don't know the nature of the man's trouble. We do know he found himself in trouble. Somebody here in the room is in trouble. You're putting on a good front. You're all fixed up and made up so that nobody but know, understand what's going on. But if you were honest, you'd admit you are in trouble. This man one day reached the end of his rope and said, there's nothing more I can do. I tried to help myself, but I can't accomplish anything. Nobody around me is able to help me. Nobody can assist me. I've done everything possible, but my condition has not changed. I'm tired of living. I'm scared of dying. Not knowing it, I've told somebody's story who's here on today. But in the midst of this condition, this man stopped for a moment. A new revelation came to his mind. He fell down on his knees, raised his hand to God, said a simple prayer, not a long prayer, not an elaborate prayer, but he just lifted up his hands and said, Lord, help me and troubled men all over the world are crying out in distress, but they're not looking in the right direction. They're calling on their military might, calling on their diplomats, calling on scientists, politicians, civic leaders, medical men, psychologists, but it seems their efforts are in vain. If you've tried everything, the song says, try Jesus. Somebody in the room has tried everything. I just want to recommend that God is your helper. And you can call on the Lord. The Bible says this man looked to God. And he cried out to God. And in the text, the Bible says the Lord heard him cry and saved him out of his trouble. This is the message. God is our helper. I just want you to know that God is willing to help you. The biblical writer said, Woe unto them who go down to Egypt for help, and who trust in the mountain of Samaria, and look not unto the Lord of the earth. And then he said, God is our refuge and our strength. He's a very present help in time, of trouble. I love that verse. God is our refuge. God is our strength. And he's a very present help in time of trouble. He's everywhere. So he doesn't have to come in. He's already in. The helper is already here. Come on, tell your neighbor, the helper is already here this man called on God hallelujah it was David who said I've never seen the righteous forsaken I've seen trouble I've seen war I've seen death I've seen conflict but I've never seen the righteous forsaken that means God will not forsake the righteous, hallelujah, and then the Lord said in Psalm 31 and 8, I've loved you with an everlasting love, and with loving kindness have I drawn thee, I'm so glad that God is in love with me, but you tell your neighbor I'm so glad that God is in love with me, All of his power, all of his might, all of his wisdom would be of no good to me if God was not in love with me. And God, who's in love with you because of his love, will do what you need done, will step into your life, into your experience at the right time. He said in Jeremiah 3 and 3, call unto me and i will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you know not hallelujah god says listen you've worked on it you've worried about it you've tried to fix it but have you told me about it have you prayed about it ask your neighbor neighbor Have you prayed about it? Sometimes we think that our problems ought to resolve themselves without any prayer or action on our part. But the song says, oh, what peace we often forfeit. And oh, what needless pains we bear. all because we do not carry everything thing to God in prayer. Prayer will fix it. Prayer will turn it around. Ask two neighbors, have you prayed about it? Have you prayed about it? How many of you if your son desired a fish would give him a serpent If your desired bread? would give him a stone. If you bring evil, know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to them that ask him? If you call on the Lord, he will hear you and he'll deliver you out of your distress. So that's my message. God is a helper. God will bring you out. God will bring you through your trial and your tribulation. You've worked on it. You've worried about it. But today we're going to pray about it. I want everybody to stand. Get up on your feet. Sometimes we rely on the preacher to do our praying, we rely on the choir to do our praise. But today we're gonna pray for ourselves. Today we're gonna go before God and seek the help of God for ourselves. Have you prayed about it? Pray, when things go wrong, prayer will keep you ever strong. There's no need to be alarmed. The Lord's going to take you into his arm so i want everybody to get ready to pray pray as if your life depended on it pray as if the words you speak were going to bring life and deliverance into your life this is time for you to pray for your need for your petition is there anything you want god to do in your life how many in this room today have something you need God to do in your life? Money you need God to provide, healing you need God to bring, life you need God to enact in your situation. God needs to bring peace and deliverance to everything that's troubling your life. Your family is in trouble and you need God to step in and turn things around. You're going to get down on your knees. You can begin to walk out to the altar right now. If you need something from God, step out, come down. If you don't want to come to the altar, you're going to kneel right where you stand. God, I need you to bless my children. God, I need you to help me. My rent is overdue. I don't know which way to turn. Lord, my enemies are coming against me. I just wanna bow down and call on your name. So what we're going to do today, we're gonna to get an answer from the Lord. You're going to praise Him and then you're going to thank Him. I said you're gonna praise Him and thank Him. And then you're gonna give the Lord your petition, your desire. Tell God what you need, tell God what you want, and after you've told him, you're going to stand up and thank God for doing what you need done. He's able, I said he's able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all. Come on, tell your neighbor, neighbor, he's able do exceedingly, abundantly, above all. God will hear his precious children who cry both day and night before him. So get down on your knees. Stand up with your hands lifted. Come before the Lord. Get at the altar. Get in the aisle. It's time to pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. First, you're going to take time and praise God for being God in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, don't depend on the preacher, don't depend on the choir, but let's praise him for what he's done for you. Let's thank him for what he's doing in your life. Lord, we praise you. Open your mouth and praise him. Open your mouth and speak to him in your own words. Lord, I praise you. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I magnify you. You're the omnipotent one. You're the creator. You're everywhere. Come on and praise him. Praise him. Lord, I praise you. Praise you. Praise you. You're the omnipotent one. You're the almighty. Praise you. You've been so good. You've done so much for us. Praise you you, praise you. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for every blessing. Thank you. Every miracle. Thank you. Come on, everybody. Talk to him for yourself. Praise him for yourself. He's here right now. He's here right now. He's here right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Now tell God what you need. Tell him what you need him to do. Tell him what you need him to show forth, to bring forth in your life. Tell him what you desire. God, I need you to help with my expenses, my finances. Help me Lord, to be able to meet my financial obligations. God help me in my mind, so disturbed, no peace in my heart, no peace in my mind. Deliver me to the Lord in the name of Jesus. Lord bless me in my relationships. I'm not understanding people. They're not understanding me. Help me, dear Lord, to deal with people on my job, at school wherever I go God work a miracle in my life in the name of Jesus come on tell him tell him what you need tell him what you want hallelujah tell him tell him tell him talk to him as if your life depended on it pray to God with all your heart the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. You're going to avail much by your prayer as you call on God, as you call on God, as you call on God. When you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Whatever you desire, when you pray, believe that it's coming your way. Believe you've got the answer. Believe you've got the miracle. I see somebody coming saying, I've got it. I called on God, he heard my prayer. I'm healed, I'm delivered, I'm set free. God has done what I needed God to do. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, everybody stand up, everybody stand up, everybody stand up and tell two people, God has heard my prayer. Come on, tell them God has heard my prayer. Now I want you to thank him. Clap your hands and thank Him. Come on and thank Him. Come on and thank Him. All over the room, thank Him. My body is healed. The door is open. Thank You, Lord. Thank You, Lord. You saved my soul. Thank You, Lord. All I need is provided. Somebody's too contrary to thank God by faith. And if you thank him by faith, you'll get your miracle. Thank you, thank you. Because you pray, I see you in the future and you look much better can you look right now come on tell your neighbor because you pray I see you in the future and you look much better than you look right now I heard the Lord say whatever you ask in my name you shall receive it come on reach up and grab it in the name of Jesus now thank him thank thank him Two people, it's done. Tell them it's done. In the name of Jesus. Tell them again it's done. I've got it. I'm praising Him. I'm thanking Him. Hallelujah. Listen, we're out to give you. If I were to give you $1,000 today, what would you do? I said, what would you do if I gave you $1,000? How much more should you praise him for giving you eternal life, for hearing your prayer? Hallelujah. Come on, praise him, praise him. Thank you. desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them in the name of Jesus. My brother God, my sister God has heard your prayer. I said God has heard your prayer. How many of you have faith that God has heard your prayer? If it actually happened, if you really saw it, Tangible before your eye if it was answered without a doubt what would you do? What would you do if God heard the prayer you prayed? Come on and pray dear. somebody would run somebody would run somebody would run somebody would jump somebody would pray dear. oh more time. Wish I had a little more time. But it's done. It's done. Before this time next week, many of you will receive the answer that you've desired of the Lord. Come on, say it after me. Before this time next week, many of us will receive an answer from the Lord. Come on, praise Him for your answer. It's done, it's done, it's done. It is done, it is done, it is done. It's done, it's done, it's done. Hallelujah. I wanna pray for the unsaved today. If you understand that you need Jesus, You want to be saved. You want to accept him as your Savior and Lord. You need your sins forgiven. You need a relationship with God who helps and who enables his dear children. And you say, preacher, I want to be saved. I want my sins forgiven. I want to pray for you. And I'll know to pray for you by the lifting of your hand." If you want to be saved, if you want Jesus to be in your life, life is too treacherous to live it without him and without his presence. And you want Jesus to come into your life, I want to pray for you. He will come into your life today, right now, if you desire it. So if you're here and you say, preacher, pray for me, I want to be saved. Lift that hand. Lift it now. Pray for me, preacher. I want to know Jesus. I want to be saved. I see those hands uplifted. This is your time, your day. If you lifted your hand, I want to pray for you now. Bow your head. Dear Lord, I pray for your dear children whom you've brought. Here, because you love them. Because you want to help them. You want to be God of their lives. Come into their lives. Let them never be the same again. Set them free from everything that is not your will. In the name of Jesus, take them to a new level of life by your power and by your might. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Everybody say this prayer after me. Dear Lord, I'm sorry for my sins. Please forgive me for the wrong I've done and the wrong I have been. I want to be saved. I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. I believe He died for me and rose from the dead. I accept Jesus as my Lord and my Savior. I thank you, Lord. I am saved. I am forgiven. I have new life. Everybody praise the Lord. If you lifted your hand a moment ago, I want you to lift your hand again. Lift it again. If you lifted it, saying pray for me, preacher, I want to know the Lord. I want you to lift that hand again. I want to be the first to congratulate you on having all of your sins forgiven. I want to be the first to congratulate you on having Jesus to come into your heart and save you. All is forgiven you're saved in the name of Jesus if you prayed that prayer in faith. If you did, I want you to lift your hand one more time. I want to shake your hand. I want to know your name. I want to write you a letter this week. I want your name on my prayer list. And so if you lifted your hand, step in the aisle, come down here quickly. I want to praise God for He's done for you. This is the most important walk you've ever taken. Come forward. Come forward, come forward. Come forward, come forward, come forward. God bless you. your day. This is your time, hallelujah. Come forward, come forward. Come forward. Come forward. Come forward, come forward. forward.